Presents Football Time. Hey, hey, and welcome to the Football Time Podcast. It's College Football Week 10, and with us, as always, is our man. Dynamite Picks. Dynamite David. So, you ready for a big week of college football? Yeah, I'm ready for another exciting week and, and some fun picks, and I think we got some winners. Yeah, you got in on the action last night, so... uh Everything's pretty much going full bore now. The Pac-12 starts this week. The MAC started this week. So we're two weeks into the Big Ten season. So let's recap some of the big games from uh, last week. Um, we'll start out in the ACC with the uh, Clemson Tigers at the Boston College. Clemson got down pretty big, but uh, defense uh, came alive in the second half. Boston College didn't score. The uh, freshman quarterback looked... I'd say solid. I I didn't think he looked great, but uh, you could see some attributes there, and he's one really big dude. So um, what did you make of this game? Yeah, I thought uh, Clemson really came together well as a team, uh, regrouped at halftime, and, and really showed showed the team they really were in that second half. And uh, uh, we'll, I can discuss this a little bit more in my pick segment coming up, but uh, I thought it was a, a good win for Clemson. Yeah, Definitely. Uh, that was a tricky spot there, especially with Notre Dame coming up next week. Uh, we'll move on to the AAC. Um, Cincinnati routed Memphis, and uh, Cincinnati's starting to build something here. Um, they have, you know, they have the Central Florida game really left to go. That's probably the only uh, tough game left on their schedule, as long as they don't start feeling the nerves of feeling undefeated. But um, I'm feeling like if they run this table and, you know, beat one of the SMU Memphis, you know, Central Florida again in that uh, AAC championship game. I think you should talk of them as being one of those four teams in the playoff spots. Uh, what are your feelings on Cincinnati right now? Yeah, I feel the same way. I think they've really handled their business. Um, and I think the schedule's been good enough, uh, especially once they get these other games in under their belt, that if they keep taking care of business, I, I definitely think they should uh, be one of the top four. Yeah, a really impressive win over, I mean, to beat Memphis 49 to 10 and hold them to 10 points like that uh, that's pretty impressive stuff. Um next up in the Big 12 there was one really marquee game uh Texas at Oklahoma State. Texas just ed- edged them out uh, that probably crushes Oklahoma State's playoff hopes. Uh, I thought Texas looked pretty good. Um right now they probably are the, what I think probably is the best team in the Big 12. What is your feeling on this right now? Uh, this is one of my picks from last week that I missed. Um, had Oklahoma State here, and uh, you know, I I think what really killed them they had they had four turnovers in that game. Uh, otherwise, they they moved the ball pretty well. Um, I just I think the Big Twelve has pretty much cost themselves any shot at a playoff team this year. Yeah, definitely. And uh, uh, Oklahoma State needs to recover this week, or there's not going to be any decent teams coming out of that conference. Yeah, I'm I'm curious how a handful of these teams uh, finish up the, the year. Texas, Oklahoma, uh, TCU looked good last week. So uh, just curious how these guys finish up and what order it uh, finishes up in. Uh, Kansas State did not look good this week. 
or last week, I guess. Hopefully they look good this week. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll move on to a couple games in the Big Ten. Uh, some weird score lines. Minnesota went to Maryland on, uh, I think that was Thursday night, Friday night. I don't remember which day it was. One of the uh, days of the week that was not Saturday. Uh, and lost. So Minnesota's now 0-2 with losses to Maryland and Michigan. And um, I don't think they're the same team they were last year. No, and uh, I feel like I, I must have had a, a pretty terrible week last week. Yeah, this is yet another loss in my picks here. Uh, <laughs> uh, as I had, I, I just, I was I was actually really surprised by Maryland in this game. And um, I, I need to apologize to all the Maryland fans out there because I was, I was really hating on them and uh, – well, they and, deserved it as bad as they played versus uh, Northwestern. Yeah, and, you know, their defense still isn't very good, uh, one of the worst in the country, but they managed to get the win against Minnesota in a strong fourth-quarter performance. And yeah, I just, Tua looked better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think he had almost 400 yards passing and uh, quite a bit of rushing yards as well. Yeah. Uh, but I think that was a, a lot of more of a reflection on just a Minnesota collapse. Um Interesting to see how uh, Maryland does this week at Penn State. Yeah, I'm really curious. And speaking of that game, Ohio State beat Penn State 38-25. Ohio State pretty much dominated this game. Uh, there was a little life for Penn State early, but um, they just don't match up skill-wise to Ohio State. Um, puts Penn State at 0-2 and probably pretty much knocks them out of any hope of winning the Big Ten, uh, Ohio State continues to look good. Yeah, I think this is going to be the narrative all year for Ohio State. Um, I don't I don't really see them stumbling at all in this schedule, and they're going to cruise into the playoffs. The only thing I, I sort of see is I, I think that defense for Ohio State is a little shaky, but um, I'm not really sure anybody in the Big Ten really has the offense to take real advantage of it. Maybe if you combined Maryland and uh, a defensive team. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The other game um, was the Michigan State-Michigan game, which actually really did shock me. As awful as Michigan State was last week, to come back and beat a Michigan team, which once again everybody was hyping because they won a game the week before and they had solved all their quarterback issues. It appears they have not, and they still can't beat Michigan State, even though this might be Michigan State's only win all year long. Yeah, uh, another one of my picks, but I I got this one right. I picked the over, but I was one of those people that was jumping on board the Michigan Michigan train. Uh, I thought they were going to be challenging Ohio State, and uh, I've changed my opinion on that pretty quick. And I've just... I, I I should know better than to trust Harbaugh. Lucky if they are able to challenge Indiana this week. Yeah, uh, Indiana's looking good, by the way. Yeah, I I don't totally understand why Michigan is favored like they are, but um, other than maybe it's Michigan and a lot of money is rolling in on them, but essentially Indiana beat Penn State and Penn State. Uh, is a much better team than Michigan State. So why Michigan is favored in that game, I don't know. But moving on to the SEC, uh, the Georgia-Kentucky game was... I wish my uh, 
boring as uh, pretty much any game that possibly game. could yeah, be, but <laughs> Georgia did what it did. A much more interesting pretty game. Much ran the ball, so, uh, didn't turn it over, and Kentucky's yeah, offense just, is just they awful. Literally have no. Uh, to score Georgia's they, they're solid defensively. I'm, I'm continued to be unimpressed by their offense. Yeah, I didn't see they didn't even run the ball all that great, and uh, they keep hyping all these receivers. Now, some of it might be the poor quarterback play, but I don't necessarily see greatness in these receivers. I see good receivers, but uh, it's sort of hard to tell with the quarterback play there, but you figured that it would have been better versus uh, Kentucky, but they sort of played not to lose, and they didn't lose. Uh, The next game was Florida was finally playing football again and uh, beat Mizzou 41-17. Watched a little bit of this game. Uh, Florida's offense looked as good as it had been. Uh, their defense looked a little better this week, but um, some of that could have been the opponent. They weren't playing a Texas A&M who could actually score. They were playing a Mizzou who struggles to score. What did you make of this game? Oh, this this was the brawl. Uh, That's the main headline coming out of this game, I think, was the, the fight right before halftime that uh, uh, that – I don't know. I think Florida had what three players yes. suspended for this next week, but uh, I don't. I don't really think that'll really. Uh... Well, they weren't the Trask or the tight end, so I don't think they're too worried. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'm surprised. You know, Mullen just pretty much got a slap on the wrist when I thought he was really instigating he was. a lot of that, and. Uh, uh, Florida needs to reel him in a little bit, or he's really going to get them in trouble. Yeah, he's partially going insane. So, yeah, uh, interesting uh, post game uh, press conference coming in as dressed as Darth Vader because uh, apparently he thought that was a fun thing to do. But I think he's just a strange individual. Uh, good coach, uh, good football mind, but seems to be going a little nuts. Yeah. Uh, you think Florida's defense looked any better this? last week or just a bad opponent so it looks better uh i mean they gave up some points um not as bad as they have in some other games but that could have just been you know they were they controlled the ball a little bit more ran some clock um be interested to see what they do this next week against georgia definitely um last but not least lsu versus auburn auburn just obliterated lsu and uh the Ed Orgeron is slowly tracking down the Gene Chizik path and will be a fun trivia question probably one day. Name national championship coaches, and he might be one that slips your mind because I don't know if this gets better because to lose that big to that awful an Auburn team is uh, quite depressing, even if you are replacing like 90% of your team from last year. I think Orgeron's taken to heart the um... – the season not counting against eligibility for players. And he's just using that for his uh, coaching tenure as well. Uh, seems to be that LSU's just taking the year off as far as they're concerned. And I, I can't really see any sign of competition from that team whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, major quarterback issues as well. Uh, none of them played well of the like three they rotated in there. All right, uh, we'll finish up in the uh, Sun Belt. Coastal Carolina dominated Georgia State 51-0. Um, two hard games left for Coastal Carolina. Uh, Appy State and uh, the last game of the season, they go to Liberty and play. 
So you think Coastal Carolina can run this uh, table here or they're going to trip up somewhere? Offense has uh, looked mean, good. Yeah, they've, they've looked really good, and uh, I'm excited for that Epi State game. Uh, I think they may be able to do it, though. Uh, be interested to see where they fall. I don't think their schedule's been anywhere tough enough to even come close to playoff talk, but uh, whatever bowl games there are, uh, they might get into a decent one. Yeah, I think so. If uh, they can stay undefeated in the really the defense which has improved to the point where they can shut someone out, which two years ago, if you watched this team play and were playing games into the 60s, uh, you would have been a little shocked that the defense could ever shut anyone out. But uh, impressive win. All right, so uh, that's our recap for the games last week. And uh, the Pac-12 starts this week. So we'll go into our little Pac-12 predictions. Uh, to win the Pac-12, the odds go as Oregon plus 175, USC plus 220, Washington plus 700, Utah plus 700, Arizona State plus 900, Washington State plus 2,000, UCLA plus 3,000, Cal plus 4,000, Arizona plus 5,000, Stanford plus 5,000, Colorado and Oregon State both are plus 10,000. Uh, you like anybody here with uh, good odds to uh, win the Pac-12 this year, or are you just riding Oregon? Uh, well, you know, Oregon's the obvious pick here, and I, I don't see them dropping any games. But uh, one of the popular uh, um, less favorited teams is Arizona State, and I really like that pick uh, at that plus 900 value. Uh, looking at their schedule, uh, really the, first, the toughest game for them is, is this, this Saturday against USC. Uh, that early 9 a.m. game, if they can they can pull off an upset there, they they might just uh, go 5-1 and one and challenge Oregon for the conference. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see a ton of value in uh, teams. Uh, Arizona had nice value at 9-1, to one, but uh, that value could be done away with in week one, which is never fun for them. So that's a little, you know, demoralizing. Um, I did highlight uh, – UCLA at plus 3,000. Third year at Chip Kelly. uh, They got some offense back. I don't know if they can defend. I don't even, the offense hasn't been all that great, but um, the quarterback he has in there was a big time prospect at one point in time. He has not shown the ability to pass or run or really run that offense very well, but uh, I thought UCLA had a little value if they could get going. And uh, the other one I was looking at was Cal at plus 4,000. They defend really well, and in a short game season of six games, I figure there's not much separation there. So if you can defend, uh, they have a very hard ability to score points. But if they're in every game and only six games, uh, that kind of value, if you can get them to the championship game, you can sort of – counter your bet there and uh, maybe win some money. Those were about the only two I saw really with any value whatsoever in the Pac-12. Yeah, I thought uh, Cal had a pretty favorable schedule as well as you could get in this season, but uh, just found out a little bit earlier, you know, they're only playing five games now. This weekend's game has been canceled. Yeah, so even better. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we'll move on to the over-unders in the Pac-12. We'll start out with Arizona over-under one win. Are you over or under? Uh, I don't see them getting more than one. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay under. I figured I'd go over just because 
if they get the one, you get the push. So it no harm, no foul. And uh, I wouldn't go under, definitely, because to say somebody's going to have zero wins, uh, especially in COVID times, uh, we might get a team that comes with no linebackers or their fourth-string quarterback or something. So I had Arizona on the overside. All right. Um, Arizona State over under four and a half wins. Where are you going with that one? I've actually got them over here. I've got them penciled in at five wins. Uh, I think they could be, you know, they've got um, uh, Marvin Lewis coming in to coach the defense. Herm Edwards in his second or is it third, second or third year at Arizona State. I think it's his third year. Him and Chip Kelly uh, came in at the same time. Uh and I, I, I'm, I'm hoping they start things off strong this weekend, but I, I think they finish uh, with at least five wins this year. That's my bold pick this year in the Pac-12. Yeah, I, I, I wanted to go over, but uh, something about that schedule just – I felt like this game is probably going to decide it, but if they lose this game, I feel like there's another letdown in there, and I didn't want to have it. So I had them on the underside of the four-and-a-half wins. All right, we'll move on to the Cal Golden Bears. I already talked about them a little bit. Uh, this is now a much harder over-under with a game <laughs> being canceled. So we'll stick with it, even though they're down to five games on the season. Cal over-under four and a half wins. Uh, I'm going to go with just like this game hadn't been canceled yet because I had already made this pick prior to that. Uh, but I still had them on the under. I think I've got them going about three and three, 500 on the year. Um they might be able to get four, but I definitely don't see five on their schedule. Yeah, I, I marked them down as under uh, on and uh, had them at four and two. Now, I did think they could get to five, but uh, they would have to be. Now, this was five pre-six-game season, not five-game season. But uh, I had them at four and two, and uh, so I thought they could maybe stretch to five, whereas that's where I thought they had. Decent value up there getting uh, such a large at uh, 40 to 1 to win the Pac 12. But um, so I, I still had them under, though, at 4 to 2. All right, we'll go to Colorado over under one and a half wins. Where are you sitting with Colorado? Uh, I've, got, I've got them under. I've got one win on their schedule, maybe. Uh, they may not get a win. Uh, I, I I couldn't look at any any game on their schedule and 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 think for sure that that's a win. And uh, now they may pull off and get one that they're not supposed to, but I don't see them favored in any game this year. Yeah, um, I had them at one win as well, so I I don't enjoy going unders on one and a half, but uh, I just couldn't see it uh, with their coach leaving. You know, in I think he left in like March to go to Michigan State. And now I don't know how much those they've actually been together with the new coach in there. So I just don't see that team meshing and sort of writing off this year and uh, starting a new next year. So I had Colorado under the one and a half. All right, we'll move to the favorite Oregon over under at five and a half wins. Where are you sitting with Oregon? Um, I got to go with the over. I don't I don't see them losing. Uh, there's they've got a very favorable schedule in that division. And, um, I don't, I don't think they're going to slip up. I think they're clearing away the best team in the pac 12 and they're going to just have smooth sailing. But I don't think, um, even if they do go undefeated, I think it's going to be a tough challenge for them to fight and get into the playoff conversations with their schedule. Yeah. I think it'll depend how good they look. If they, you know, look like a, 
you know, smash mouth Alabama light kind of team. I think they definitely get some looks, especially with the Big 12 being out and uh, depending on how the, you know, ACC sort of flips around. And uh, really, if Georgia ends up in the championship and loses to Alabama again, I don't see a way you can put them in. So, you know, I, I could see their path in there, but they do have to go undefeated. I don't think they have the ability to drop a game and uh, still sneak in there. But uh, I, I didn't have them at six wins. I had them at five wins. I figured there'd be one of those games in there. So I had them under. Yeah, I'm interested to see their offense without Herbert and a new offensive coordinator. And uh, so we'll yeah. we'll see how that goes. A handful of guys also chose to uh, sit out the year as well. So that might sort of alter their win total. All right, we'll move on to Oregon State over under one and a half wins. Where are you sitting with Oregon State? Uh, I really, I was kind of teetering on both sides on this one. I'm, I'm probably gonna, uh, probably gonna take the over. They may be able to get two. Um, I really wanted to go with just one here, but um, I just, I think I've already got, I've already got two teams going one, le- one win or loss, uh, one win or less. So uh, I think I'm going to go with uh, the over on Oregon State here. Yeah, I, I went with the over on Oregon State. I, I like the value in this one. I wish I had hopped on it when I, the line was actually available. Um, over under, I had them sitting at about three wins, going three and three on the year. So uh, I'm way over on their over under wins uh, this year. Okay, we'll move on to Stanford, over under three and a half wins. Where are you sitting with the uh, Stanford Cardinal? Do they bounce back uh, after a couple bad years? Uh, you know, I was looking through their schedule and I've actually got them going three and three. So I'm going to stay just under that over under there at uh, three wins. Yeah. I, I thought they were about a three and three team. Uh, don't really have a good feel on them. Their whole identity of being a smash mouth team with good offensive and defensive lines is sort of not panned out the last couple of years. They've been poor on both sides of the, the ball on there. And, uh, just don't know, really have a good feel for them. But uh, I thought three wins was about their max, so I went under on Stanford. Okay, UCLA over under three and a half wins. Where are you on this one? Uh, I'm under here as well. I've got them uh, two and four. They might get to three. Uh, we'll see how Chip Kelly does this year, but uh, definitely not getting four wins. Yeah, I, I went over just because I got to trust oh. somebody. And uh, I think Chip Kelly can get these guys going. If anyone can get sort of their offense going in a weird COVID system, maybe wear some teams down. Maybe it's him, or maybe they keep underachieving and I continue to lose money on them like I've done the past two years. So we'll see. I have them going over the three and a half wins, though. Uh, next up, USC at five and a half wins. Where are you with them? Uh, I'm... I've got them right at, I think they're going to slip up at least once. Uh, I couldn't decide between four or five wins, but I'm going to go with the under there and uh, stick it with about four wins this year. Uh, I just think they're a little inconsistent. I think their, uh, their offense is going to be exciting, but um, can they, can they prevent the turnovers and, and play defense is the question. Yeah. I, I had them going under too. I think six wins, you know, they're going to have a game where they just suck. So, that kills that six win vibe. And I, I think for sure I had them at four and two. So, uh, was a big under on the, uh, USC five and a half wins. Thought that was a little high. Okay. 
we'll move on to from a underachieving team to an overachieving team in Utah. Over under four and a half wins. They're going to once again be the best team out of the Pac-12 South or going to struggle this year? I, I really wanted to put them on the over here, but I've actually just got them at four wins. Uh, I think some of the wins I'm giving to these other teams have affected my prediction here, but uh, I, th- I think a solid four and two season is uh, in line for them, and uh, they're going to go under here. Yeah, I, I was I couldn't find a way to give them that uh, to five and one. I, I figured they'd drop another one somewhere. I mean, I, I definitely at home they have a huge advantage, especially when these uh, warm weather South teams come in there to the mountains, but uh, couldn't find a way to get them to five wins. I had them at four and two as well. And so I moved them on the under moving on to uh, Washington over under four and a half wins. Where are we with Washington now that uh, Chris Peterson's no longer there? Uh, I was also uh, just on the under here at four and two, um, which now may even be, easier to get that under with a canceled game. Um, but I think uh, a solid season, nothing too impressive, nothing really unimpressive, uh, four and two under on the four and a half. Yeah, I, I sit at uh, under on Washington as well. Uh, I think four and two is probably their max, and uh, three and three was probably the most likely scenario for this team looking at their schedule. And we'll move to the last team out of the Pac-12, the Washington State Cougars over under two and a half wins. Washington State without Mike Leach. Are they any good still? No. <laughs> uh, definitely the under on the two and a half here. No way they get three wins. Yeah, I, I was under on this. I I think they'll end up actually being the worst team in the uh, Pac-12 North there. So I just... Two and a half seemed like way too many. All right, that's our Pac-12 preview. We'll move on to our picks for the week, but first, let's review last week's picks. All right, you went two and three last week. You had the Michigan-Michigan State over, which won. You had the Ohio State minus 11 and a half, which won. You had Kansas State plus three and a half, which lost. Minnesota minus 18 and a half, which lost. And Oklahoma State minus three and a half, which lost. Your upset special was Syracuse at plus 360, which moved your overall record to 500 at 18 and 18 on the year. I went six and two last week. I had a win with Wyoming minus the one over Hawaii. Uh, I had a loss on Penn State plus the 11.5 versus Ohio State. Georgia State plus the 2.5 versus Coastal Carolina. Just missed that one there. I had the Georgia-Kentucky under 44.5 with a win. Georgia Tech plus 20 versus Notre Dame with a win. Auburn plus 2.5 versus LSU with a win. Northwestern plus 2.5 versus Iowa with a win. And Virginia plus 7 First North Carolina with a win, and my upset special was Virginia on the money line over North Carolina, which also won, which moves my record to 26-13-1. And uh, you've hit three upset specials on the year, and I've hit three upset specials on the year. All right, so moving on to our picks this week. What do you got this week for us, David? Uh, I've got... uh... Looks like uh, one, two, three, four. I had six picks. One just got canceled a few moments ago. 
Uh, so we're going to go with five, and um, I may sneak one in here at the end that I didn't tell you about. Yeah, I got uh, four picks, and uh, I struggled for the four. Uh, there are two I'm still thinking about, and I, I might tweet out on Saturday, but uh, I felt like I'd be stupid to say them over the air. Those two picks were Michigan and uh, Nebraska, but uh, I'm it, the more I thought about it, I I wanted no part of those, but I could talk myself into them back by Saturday. So no telling, but they aren't part of my four picks right now. All right. So what's your first pick of the week? So my first pick, and you know, I've, I talked to you at work about this and I've, I've actually was on the other side of this pick all week, getting really excited about it. And the more I did my research and, and really watched some highlights from those last week's games, uh, I switched. I was big on K state all week this week, getting 12 and a half, uh, but I'm actually going to go with Oklahoma State here, minus the 12-and-a-half. I think they're going to rebound big after this Texas loss. Um, they're going to minimize their turnovers, and K-State's offense is just uh, completely out of rhythm, and um, they're not going to be able to keep pace with Oklahoma State. All right, back on the Cowboy bandwagon. Oh, But you're off the K-State bandwagon. So, uh, <laughs> okay, my first pick of the week is uh, Boise State plus the three versus BYU. Uh you don't get Boise State getting points at home, really, ever. So, in the rare chance that they are getting points at home, I'm taking it. What'd you get that at? I got it at plus three. Okay. Well, uh, my next pick, I've got BYU minus two and a half at Boise State. So, we got a battle tomorrow night. Yeah, we do. Taking BYU <laughs> on the road on the blue turf. I think BYU's dominant, and they're going to continue that dominance into Boise and take care of business. The fact that Boise lost their best defensive lineman last week makes me a little nervous, but once again, Boise State getting points on the blue turf happens once every, I don't know, 40 years. So I'm going to ride Boise at home plus the three. Okay, what do you, oh, you just gave me yours, BYU minus the two and a half. All right, my next one is the Stanford-Oregon game, under 50.5 points. Uh, I think these two will be, you know, they're both defensive teams who like to pound and run the ball and uh, definitely think this game will be played in the teens to 20s. So uh, Stanford-Oregon, under 50.5. Would have been nice to get it at 52 when it opened at, though. (laughs) What do you got up next? Uh, Another game that really caught my attention early uh, last week, and um, I'm, I'm pretty big on – I've got Florida plus three and a half. I think their offense is just cruising along. And Georgia's – I just – I don't see them moving the ball consistently, even against bad defenses. And um, while their defense may be good, I think Florida's going to find a way to outscore and get the win here. Yeah, I really wanted to take Florida. And I just – I couldn't mark it down. I don't trust that defense. And I just – I don't know. I couldn't. I was like, they're better. But then I just was like, I don't want to see the the bad Georgia quarterback go down there and hit little slant passes the whole game and sort of just ball control Florida out of the game. It it just made me a little nervous, so I couldn't quite pull the trigger. That also might be one I change my mind in by Saturday, though. I, I think Trask was the biggest factor here, and just um, he's he's shown to be pretty reliable all year, and. Uh, you know, Georgia just came off a pretty poor offensive performance against Kentucky, and uh, I don't think they're going to be able to score enough to beat Florida. Yeah, I I like this Florida team. I think they're the better team. I just 
couldn't quite convince myself to pull the trigger on a Thursday. So I didn't. My next one is I'm going to ride the Chip Kelly train uh, for at least one more week, and then we might bail after two years of pain on this train. But UCLA minus the six and a half versus Colorado. I don't think Colorado's very good. Now, granted, UCLA is going to Colorado, and I'm sure it will be 30 degrees and snowing. But I just have faith UCLA will be good this year. And uh, minus the six and a half for UCLA. You like to jump on all these uh, these first games of the years. You did this when the Big Ten started up. You jumped in on all the all the Big Ten games. Yeah, I now, know. This I'm is what running out of time. Yes, no more new seasons to start. <laughs> before the odds makers learn who's good and bad. Yeah, you like you like to get on those odds before people know anything about anybody. Yeah. All right. What do you have up next? Uh, up next, uh, I've got Maryland plus the twenty five at Penn State. Oh, back um, on the Maryland. Yeah, you know, I was really down on and hard on them last week, but they really impressed me against Minnesota and uh, and Penn State. They, I don't know. I I think Penn State gets the win here for sure, but I don't I don't think they win by more than twenty five. I I just I really like those points and I like Maryland's offense. Yeah, I think they'll be um, able to score enough for sure to cover this. So uh, I and I haven't been impressed with Penn State's offense, so I don't think they could pull away to the point where. Uh, Maryland would get, you know, in the Northwestern zone where they sort of quit. All right, my last pick for the week is Oregon State minus the one and a half versus Washington State. I've already said my love for Oregon State at the beginning of the thing, and we're going to ride them until they prove me wrong. Jonathan Smith pride, baby. Wait, wait a second. Were all of your picks Pac-12 games? No, I had Boise State BYU. Okay, yeah, you had Boise State. Okay. <laughs> and I told you I'm looking at the Michigan and the Nebraska lines, but my brain is telling me to stay away from those games. Well, my last pick, I'm going to finish with the biggest game of the week in the Clemson and Notre Dame game. Uh, this line has come down tremendously with the news that Trevor Lawrence isn't going to play again this week. And uh, I really like Clemson minus the five and a half. I think had this game been played last week, Notre Dame uh, gets the win. But I think Clemson had their scare. They've recovered. They bounced back. And I think that defense is going to carry the day this weekend. Yeah, I five was a little bit too spicy for me. But uh, if all you Notre Dame fans want to put a lot of money on Notre Dame and get it down to three, I will be more than happy to take Clemson. So uh, just couldn't make myself grab the five, but uh, I'm also staring at that one, and that one might pop up on Saturday as well. I only have my upset special left, and uh, it's Arizona State plus 310 over USC. I didn't like the spread, but I figure if they're going to be good, they're going to win the game outright. So Arizona State plus 310. Did you pick that after I sent you my picks in? No, I I picked it uh, probably on Monday because – I figured Arizona State was either going to win or be demolished by 50 points. So uh, no need for the spread there. Well, we're going to uh, – it's not going to be very exciting for our listeners this week. I've got the same exact upset special. Well, that just means double um, down on it. <laughs> uh, I, I, I think it's going to happen. I, I, I think uh, – uh, well, and it's going to be really interesting. That's going to be that 9 a.m. kickoff. Uh, Herm Edwards already said he's going to wake up his team at 4 four in the morning to get ready for that game. 
Yeah, well, I trust Herm will be awake, but uh, I've been to Tempe, <laughs> and most of us, when we're in Tempe, are walking in at 9 a.m., not getting ready to play a football game. So <laughs> I'm a little concerned about that. Well, this is this is at USC, so. Oh, yes, Los Angeles. <laughs> Nothing wrong can go bad there. All right, that's our show for the week. And we're out.